Welcome to a meditative reading, an adjunct podcast to accompany an LDS guided meditation, companion to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Come Follow Me Studies. I am your host, Trisha Haney. This podcast is simply a meditative reading of this week's Come Follow Me scriptures. This week accompanies March 29th through April 14th, Easter. I am he who liveth. I am he who was slain. This is the special Easter edition in preparation for General Conference. Because we don't have a normal reading, I'm going to read from the lesson manual and some of the scriptures that accompany it. April 3rd, 1836 was Easter Sunday. After helping administer the sacrament to saints gathered in the newly dedicated Kirtland Temple, Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery found a quiet place behind a veil in the temple and bowed in silent prayer. Then, on this sacred day, when Christians everywhere were commemorating the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the risen Savior himself appeared in his temple, declaring, I am he who liveth, I am he who was slain. What does it mean to say that Jesus Christ is he who liveth? It doesn't just mean that he rose from the tomb on the third day and appeared to his Galilean disciples. It means that he lives today. He speaks through prophets today. He leads his church today. He heals wounded souls and broken hearts today. So we can echo the words of Joseph Smith's powerful testimony. After the many testimonies which have been given of him, this is the testimony which we give of him, that he lives. We can hear his voice in these revelations. We can witness his hand in our lives. And we can feel the joy this sentence gives. I know that my Redeemer lives. Jesus Christ lives. The prophet Joseph Smith saw the risen Savior several times, and two of these experiences are recorded in the Doctrine and Covenants. As you read the following sections, what impresses you about Joseph Smith's testimony, and why is his testimony valuable unto you? Doctrine and Covenants, section 76, verses 11 through 14 and 20 through 24. We, Joseph Smith Jr. and Sidney Rigdon, being in the spirit on the 16th day of February in the year of our Lord 1832. By the power of the spirit, our eyes were opened and our understandings were enlightened so as to see and understand the things of God even those things which were from the beginning before the world was, which were ordained by the Father through his only begotten Son, 
who was in the bosom of the Father, even from the beginning, of whom we bear record, and the record which we bear is the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ, who is the Son, whom we saw, and with whom we conversed in the heavenly vision. And we beheld the glory of the Son, and on the right hand of the Father, and received of his fullness, and saw the holy angels and them who are sanctified before his throne, worshiping God and the Lamb who worship him forever and ever. And now after the many testimonies which have been given of him, this is the testimony, last of all, which we give of him, that he lives. For we saw him even on the right hand of God, and we heard the voice bearing record that he is the only begotten of the Father, that by him and through him and of him the worlds are and were created, and the inhabitants thereof are begotten sons and daughters unto God. Doctrine and Covenants, section 110, verses 1 through 10. The veil was taken from our minds, and the eyes of our understanding were opened. We saw the Lord standing upon the breastwork of the pulpit before us, and under his feet was paved work of pure gold, in color like amber. His eyes were as a flame of fire, the hair of his head was white like the pure snow. His countenance shone above the brightness of the sun, and his voice was as the sound of the rushing of great waters, even the voice of Jehovah, saying, I am the first and the last. I am he who liveth. I am he who was slain. I am your advocate with the Father. Behold, your sins are forgiven you. You are clean before me. Therefore, lift up your heads and rejoice. Let the hearts of your brethren rejoice, and let the hearts of all my people rejoice, who have, with their might, built this house to my name. For behold, I have accepted this house, and my name shall be here, and I will manifest myself to my people in mercy in this house. Yea, I will appear unto my servants, and speak unto them with mine own voice, if my people will keep my commandments and do not pollute this holy house. Yea, the hearts of thousands and tens of thousands shall greatly rejoice in consequence of the blessings which shall be poured out, and the endowment with which my servants have been endowed in this house. And the fame of this house shall spread to foreign lands, and this is the beginning of the blessings, which shall be poured out upon the heads of my people. Even so, amen. Throughout the Doctrine and Covenants, the Savior bore witness of his own mission and divinity. What do you learn about the living Christ from his words in the following scriptures? You might consider recording declarations like these that you find as you study the Doctrine and Covenants. Doctrine and Covenants, section 29, verse 5. Lift up your hearts and be glad, for I am in your midst. 
and I am your advocate with the Father, and it is his good will to give you the kingdom. Doctrine and Covenants, section 38, verse 7. But behold, verily, verily, I say unto you, that mine eyes are upon you. I am in your midst, and ye cannot see me. Doctrine and Covenants, section 62, verse 1. Behold, and hearken, O ye elders of my church, saith the Lord your God, even Jesus Christ your advocate, who knoweth the weakness of man, and how to succor them who are tempted. Because of Jesus Christ, I will be resurrected. Joseph Smith knew how it feels to mourn the death of loved ones. Two of his brothers, Alvin and Don Carlos, died as young men. Joseph and Emma buried six children, each younger than two years old. But from the revelations he received, Joseph gained an eternal perspective on death and God's eternal plan. Consider the truths revealed in the following scriptures. How do these revelations affect the way you view death? And how can they affect the way you live? Doctrine and Covenants, section 29, verses 26 through 27. But behold, verily I say unto you, before the earth shall pass away, Michael, mine archangel, shall sound his trump, and then shall all the dead awake, for their graves shall be open, and they shall come forth, yea, even all. And the righteous shall be gathered on my right hand unto eternal life, and the wicked on my left hand will I be ashamed to own before the Father. Doctrine and Covenants, section 42, verses 45 and 46. Thou shalt live together in love, insomuch that thou shalt weep for the loss of them that die, and more especially for those that have not hope of a glorious resurrection. And it shall come to pass that those that die in me shall not taste of death, for it shall be sweet unto them. Doctrine and Covenants, section 63, verse 49. Yea, and blessed are the dead that die in the Lord. From henceforth, when the Lord shall come, and old things shall pass away, and all things become new, they shall rise from the dead and shall not die after, and shall receive an inheritance before the Lord in the holy city. Doctrine and Covenants, section 88, verses 14 through 17 and 27 through 31. Now verily I say unto you, that through the redemption which is made for you is brought to pass the resurrection from the dead, and the spirit and the body are the soul of man, and the resurrection from the dead is the redemption of the soul. And the redemption of the soul is through him that quickeneth all things, in whose bosom it is decreed that the poor and the meek of the earth shall inherit it. For notwithstanding they die, they also shall rise again a spiritual body. 
they who are of a celestial spirit shall receive the same body which was a natural body. Even ye shall receive your bodies, and your glory shall be the glory by which your bodies are quickened. Ye who are quickened by a portion of the celestial glory shall then receive the same, even a fullness. And they who are quickened by a portion of the terrestrial glory shall then receive the same, even a fullness. And also they who are quickened by a portion of the telestial glory shall then receive the same, even a fullness. Doctrine and Covenants, section 93, verses 33 through 34. For man is spirit, the elements are eternal, and spirit and element, inseparably connected, receive a fullness of joy, and when separated, man cannot receive a fullness of joy. Jesus Christ accomplished a perfect atonement. One way to focus on the Savior at Easter time is to study revelations in the Doctrine and Covenants that teach about His atoning sacrifice. Some of these can be found in the following scriptures. Perhaps you could make a list of truths about the Savior's atonement that you find in these verses. Doctrine and Covenants, section 18, verses 10 through 13. Remember the worth of souls is great in the sight of God. For behold, the Lord your Redeemer suffered death in the flesh, wherefore he suffered the pains of all men, that all men might repent and come unto him. And he hath risen again from the dead, that he might bring all men unto him on conditions of repentance. And how great is his joy in the soul that repenteth. Doctrine and Covenants, section 19, 16 through 19. For behold, I, God, have suffered these things for all, that they might not suffer if they would repent. But if they would not repent, they must suffer even as I, which suffering caused myself, even God, the greatest of all, to tremble because of pain, and to bleed at every pore, and to suffer both body and spirit, and would that I might not drink the bitter cup and shrink. Nevertheless, glory be to the Father, and I partook and finished my preparations unto the children of men. To deepen your study, you could add to your list by searching scripture references listed in Atone and Atonement. Here are some questions that could guide your study. Why did Jesus Christ choose to suffer? What must I do to receive the blessings of his sacrifice? How can I tell if his atonement is having an effect in my life? I hope you have a wonderful week a wonderful Easter, and a wonderful general conference weekend.